All right, welcome into another edition of Catching Up with Tommy Mac Podcast here on 1010XL's podcast platform, of course, on Facebook as well, and uh, streaming here on the relevant app, the open chat messaging platform. So easy to communicate with your audience, either publicly or privately. Check them out on Apple at the Apple Store or on Google Play. That's relevant without the A at the end, R-E-L-E-V-N-T. And I also started uh, Tommy Mac's YouTube channel, so stay tuned for that as I keep adding more content. Today's show, of course, we're talking about the Jags in Cincinnati. A close game, uh, a game that kept me up for the entire time, which is not normal. Normally, if I'm not interested or I lose interest because they're getting blown out or beat, I, I tend to pack it up and pack it in and you know, go uh, go call it a night, but uh, kept me up, and uh, it was exciting. It was a it was a it was a close game, man. I thought we, you know, we 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 played hard. We we tried our best. I know that's so sophomoric, and I'm not giving points for that. Uh, but I guess you know we're at a point right now. I mean, 19 losses in a row. If we lose one more, by the way, we're playing the Titans next. Tell me they wouldn't love to stick it to us again. Uh, to say, yeah, we, we made them break the record. You'd break the record, I guess, or hasn't been held in 44 years, 20, year, 20 losses in a row. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But you get to a point where you're like, okay, you know, rookie coach, rookie head you know, quarterback, rookie this, rookie that. Um, we know the expectations. We've got to manage them now. It's not, you know, they're not very good. Um, I thought the offense did plenty to win. I do. I, you know, we could talk about different plays, different play calls, different situations, whether to go for it on fourth and inches or kick the field goal or what play you call there, I think is more important. Um, you know, so I think the offense was, was good. Um, the first half they dominated. I mean, it was a dominating first half by your Jags. They looked really good on offense. They looked really good on defense. Joe Burrow and company held in check. Uh, you know, it's it's crazy. It really was a tale of two halves. Look at time of possession. First half, Jags had it over 18 minutes, and since he had it 12. Second half, totally flipped. Since he had it for 19 minutes, and the Jags had it for 10, or a little bit more than 10. And you saw Cincinnati, every possession was a score. And it was drive after drive. It was three touchdowns and a field goal. And what that what does that tell you? They're not getting off the field. They're not getting it done. Um, they're not pressuring enough. Uh, Cincinnati converted uh, five of nine. That's better than 60%. That's terrible on third down. They didn't have any tries on fourth down. Um, you know, again, this this secondary, this pass defense, I can't just call the secondary. It's the entire pass defense. You've been picked apart since week one in the preseason. Case Keenum, the backup, picked you apart, and you haven't stopped it since. You know, look, Joe Burrow in the first half, okay, no, but the game's 60 minutes. In the second half, he picked your ass apart. They had 300 yards in just the half. 24 points in the half. Um, you know, again, you, you had them on the ropes. You know, look, that 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 fourth and inches, you know, fourth and goal right before half. I mean, look, I, I think the old adage is you take the points on the road. When you're on the road, you take the points. I understand why he went for it. What I don't understand 
is your fourth and inches and you put your quarterback in shotgun and you're going to make him run it. That's really dumb. Because as a guy that used to play goal line defense and was pretty good at it, all it takes is one guy to jump a gap or one guy to read it correctly. That linebacker number 55 for the Bengals, great play. He read it perfect. He came up. I don't even know what they were thinking. Like, they, Robinson's their pitch guy, okay? This is what I don't get about Bevel. He does this almost every game. Like, you've been, how did you get down or some passing, some running? What's, what's James Robinson, his best run? It's off tackle or up the middle. It's not outside. I mean, he's never going to beat anybody to the outside. He's not fast like that. Now, can he get up in the hole, bend it outside, and get you 30 or 40 all day long? But to think you're going to pitch it to him and he's just going to beat everyone to the end zone, I think that's foolish. You got a six foot six QB. You're right there on the inch line. I don't know. Sneak. You know. <laughs> Doesn't Brady do that all the time? All they gotta do is touch it. It's like score. You know, or how about a dive? Or how about even like Fat Tony said on Jaguars today? Even a bootleg there. Give the kid a chance to run or throw. I again, I don't I would have taken the points easier said than done, but even last night I was like, eh, I would have gone up 17 nothing. Because you never know. Now it's a three-score game. And you never, you just never know. It's momentum. It's things happen in the game. It's like against Arizona. If, if Lambeau makes those extra points, it's 21-17. It's not 19-17. It's a big difference. So, you know, that I, again, I would have gone with the points. But whatever. If you go for it, can we call a play that's not cute? You know, it's like a week ago, the flea flicker. Too cute. You didn't need it. Down there on the goal line, you try to get cute. That was, I don't know, just that's got to be better. But it's overall, offensively, they played well. They they did enough to win. Defensively, no. No. And and by the way, what did we hear? The secondary's fixed. Remember? Remember? Urban Meyer said that. He said it multiple times. We feel like the secondary's fixed. The secondary isn't fixed. And then you trade C.J. Henderson. That's... That's weird. So if he hated it here so much or just didn't want to be here, it was done playing football, why would Carolina trade for him? I mean, I know why, because they're like, well, let us get our hands on him and we'll we'll make him better. You know, I heard t- – well, maybe I shouldn't say that. I'm not going to say that. But I don't understand the move. A year after you draft him, ninth overall, you move him. Kid had his problems. I understand that. But what did he do when you brought him back to the team? He performed well. I don't know if Campbell's going to be good or not. I mean, he's got the athletic ability, but, man, he doesn't play foot the football very well. I think overall our secondary, linebackers included, we're, we're in trouble. Burrow, given time, and by the way, he's really good in my book. I think he's he's one of the better young prospects. We've seen two now back-to-back, back back, Kyler Murray and Joe Burrow. But he's the real deal. He's the real deal. He, uh, 35 of 32, think about this, mostly in the second half for the most part. 25 of 32, 342, two touchdowns, zero picks, 10.4 yards per throw. That's What is that saying? He's throwing it down the field. Uh, Trevor, by the way, 17 of 24, 202, no TDs but no picks, ran for a touchdown. His average was 8.1, a lot better than what, 
he was doing before. And all that tells you is he's looking downfield. He's trying more downfield. He's not just settling for the check down, which I, quite frankly, like. I like that. That's more of an attacking attacking style. Um, look, let's go through some good things because there were, and I, I know it sounds, you know, you know, like I said on the radio just now, look, eventually it's, I don't care that we're getting better. Are we winning? He doesn't get all year to get better. And I mean everybody, not just Urban. He doesn't get all year. Like, we're not just, okay, hope he just keeps getting better. We lose every game, but who cares? We get No, no, that mentality has got to stop. And I, I think it should stop now. Like, now you got ten, you got a bye, or not a bye week, you got the weekend off. You got Tennessee next week at home. You got to win. You have to win. End of story. There's no solace in losing. Although I don't totally believe that because if you play well, you should feel good about your performance. But you should be upset that you lost. That's got to stop. But there were some things that were good. I'm just going to go through. Look, I thought Daryl Bevel, aside from the call on the fourth, I thought he called a pretty good game. Good balance, good attack, nice you know run pass situation. I like the RPOs with with uh, Trevor. I don't want him trying to hump it up in the middle though. <laughs> that sounded terrible, but you know what I mean. I don't want him like what happened yesterday at the goal line. He got met with a nice shot. You don't want somebody that really can light his ass up. You don't want him taking those unnecessary shots. He's a tough kid. I know he can take it. You just don't want it. All it takes is one. Little shot to the shoulder, it gets under the pad. Next thing you know, he's got a bruised shoulder and he he can't throw for a week. It can happen. Um, But overall, I thought Bevel did a nice job. I like seeing Agnew on offense. I think he had two touches the end of round. Nice. Great. Great. Let's let's keep it going. Uh, DJ Chark breaking the ankle. It's done. Got to replace him. Who do you replace him with? Who's it going to be? You have, I think, four guys on the practice squad. Treadwell, Devin Smith. Um, Josh Hammond, who's a, who had a great preseason. That other guy had a good preseason. Um, Mike something. Jeff, Jeff, thank you, thank you, my producer. So we got four guys. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. Hey man, next man up. Look, I, I got my chance to start when the starter went down. I felt very confident that I was going to be able to take that starting position and and perform well in it, and I did for for a while until I got hurt. But I did. So there's guys there. Just because they're on a practice squad doesn't mean they can't do it. Because sometimes all you need is a chance. And uh, we'll see. They're going to get their chance now. It's too bad Chark got hurt. But, um, you know, other guys stood up. I thought Chenault had a nice game. Yeah, you want to chime in there, Graham? What's up? Uh, I was going to say it was interesting that when Chark went down, Agnew got reps. Tavon Austin got more reps. Yeah. Tyron Johnson? None. Nothing. What is he here for? It, That's when, another guy I forgot to when mention. Chark, yeah. When Chark went down, the first name I said was him. Tyron Johnson. Right. Net. He must not know the, he all. must not know the tree yet, like the receiving tree, the route tree. Which I would understand if he like, must not understand. Must like, not like, get it. Like Dan Arnold must know about five plays right now. He just got here. Yeah. Johnson's been here a couple weeks. No, man. right. Like, like you, got, you got to know some things. Arnold's like, got some speed, man. He could be a Arnold weapon. Played a good game. Listen, their tight end kicked our ass. He was impressive. Oh yeah. That was my. Man, big and fast. Mm-hmm. Holy cow, he can really, really run. Uh, yeah, I thought uh, I thought Dan Arnold looked okay. Gotsis continues to play. That kid, watch him on, on D-line. He's disruptive. He got another sack. J-Rob, of course. I'm calling him J-Rob. He's earned the nickname. I don't give out nicknames unless they earn it. I just don't give you a nickname. 
but he's earned it. And that guy's a beast. He's tough. He's tough to bring down. You got to use him more. No doubt. I mentioned Chenault. O-line, good enough to win, man. Definitely. Definitely good enough to win. Although in the second half, they they, they got after you. you. You had trouble. I mean, you had the one drive, which was nice. Then you had the three and out, which wasn't nice. Uh, I think you only had two possessions in the second half. Maybe a third uh, that, that didn't go well either, but... I thought the O-line did okay. Hey, no turnovers. You know, he handled the ball better. Trevor did. He didn't fumble in the pocket. Didn't get knocked out of his hands. Didn't throw any picks. Uh, Kicker. (laughs) Way to go, kicker. (laughs) I can't believe I'm even clapping for a freaking kicker, but I am because Matthew Wright comes off the bench, new to the town, and goes three for three on PATs. Look, those PATs are no joke. They're not like... Back in the day, they were like 15-yard chip shots. They were easy. Now they're like 30-yard field goals, which, you know, they're not a walk in the park. We'd, we've seen that. Uh, and I'll also give a good job to probably our next to J-Rob. He's top three best player on the team. That's Logan Cook, our punter. That guy, he saves our ass a lot. Big guy that can really boom it and put three inside the 20 last night. So that was a very... Very good job. So, you know, look, at the end of the day, um, it's funny. Like, I went to bed last night. I was like, eh, okay. Entertaining game. Not the outcome we any of us wanted, but entertaining game. I knew when they got the ball Cincinnati that last drive, which, by the way, lasted over five minutes. You got to make a play, man. You got you to gotta win there. You got to find a way to win there and get – then it's over. Uh, but you knew they were going to drive down and set themselves up for the winning kick. I was – I was almost mad that they got that holding call on the last drive because I was like, "That's going to let them bleed the clock all the way out." Yeah, like when they kick, if they they're going to kick a field goal and there's going to be no time left. No, right. It, it, otherwise, which, the way it worked out. And and when they got that big screen pass, I was like, "Let them score." Yeah, it, you're better off letting no, them score because right. then you're going right. to get the ball slim chance, but at least you get the ball with 30 seconds left. Yeah, that was a big play for them. That was a big play for them. That uh, that was the dagger. Um, one of them for sure, but you know, look, you you just gotta. I'm again, I'm putting it on on Joe Cullen. I like Joe. I've met Joe before. He's a nice guy. I like the way, um, you know, most of the time. But his defense is not getting it done. And by the way, although overall they held uh, Cincy to three and a half yards of carry, uh, Mixon had four point three. So before he got hurt, now granted, most of it was in the second half. He was working you a bit. The defense got worked in the second half. There's no other way to to sugarcoat it. They couldn't stop Cincy. You felt the momentum. Offense, hey, you came back and scored in the third quarter. Great. I mean, you did your part. In my opinion, you did enough to win this ballgame. It's got to be the defense. Guys, you got to. And I don't want to hear we don't have the talent. They brought in all the talent. They kept the talent. They brought in the talent. They drafted the talent. That is their talent. You can't sit here and tell me that the talent's no good. Because if they're no good, then get rid of the talent guys who are bringing in the talent. Does that make sense? I mean, that drives me insane. Well, they don't have the talent. What do you mean you don't have the talent? You brought it in. You picked them. You picked the guys. You paid them the money. You, Jihad Ward comes from Baltimore. He's going to be awesome because he's coming from Joe. He's coming with Joe. Joe loves him. He's great. And maybe he is great, but he hasn't been great. Chase on, where the hell are you? Josh Allen, up and down. You know, the secondary, you're getting picked apart. Linebackers, out of position. That play, I, I tried to describe it 
in the um in in the in the radio today, but I want to show you something real quick. Okay, this is what bothers coaches and guys like me. So on the the play that the tight end scored, it was a misdirection, fake handoff. Quarterback rolls back out, lobs the ball over. Tight end comes across, catches the ball, and goes the distance to the end zone. We remember the play, okay? So I'm watching uh, the the linebackers, and I'm 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 Miles Jack, okay? Now I'm to the far side of the field, but I'm the weak side backer. Tight ends away from me. When they run that run, and I'm the backside backer, my job is to be patient and see what that tight end's doing right away. You literally have to look at the tight end and make sure it's not a misdirection. That's your job when you're the backside. So what is Miles? And I'm only signaling out Miles on this play, but they all do it. Linebackers, you got to shuffle first. You can't see the play and cross your leg over and sprint to going to where you think it's going to be without knowing what the play is. You have enough speed to get there. If Miles Jack slow played the the backside like he's supposed to, that play wouldn't have happened because what happens is he sees the ball. Now look, I'm backside. Ball's going away from me, and it's going flat, so it's almost like it's going to go, like, outside. I'm still backside. I have a, I have a minute, to, a second to wait before I make my move because if he comes back, I don't want to overrun it. So as they make that fake handoff, and I'm, I'm shuffling, and I say, oh, tight end coming across. What do I do? I roll right into him and run with him. What happened last night? Miles took off for the run fake, and by the time he turned around, the tight end was here, and he was back here. He's way out of position. He wasn't lost. He just read. He just bit on that run fake and, and thought that's what the play was going to be. He does that too much. He can't do that. Linebackers out there, shuffle. Linebacker coaches, teach them to shuffle. Stay square to the line unless you know definitively it's going outside. That's when you turn your hips and take off and run. That's the kind of stuff, right? So is that talent or is that just guys not doing the job? So you got to know that that responsibility when you're that player, Okay, on the backside. Okay, okay. If they go that way, I got to, you know, they're in that formation. That tight end could come across. Or, you know, you're the other guys. Hey, watch the tight end across. I mean, you've got to recognize this stuff. So, my question is are you studying enough? Are you working on the technique enough? Is it embedded in your head that you know what to do every single snap, no matter what you see in front of you? You know what you're doing every time because that's what it takes. I don't care how fast you are, strong you are, how high you can jump. If you're not willing to put in the time to recognize formations, recognize what they're doing, and being able to defend it every single time, you're not doing the job. And quite frankly, nobody on defense is doing the job. And it starts with Joe Cullen, and it trickles down to the rest. So that's got to be better. So although I'm okay with people, and myself included, saying, hey, it was better, it's still not good enough. So they don't get extra credit for being better. They're still 0-4 and one of the worst teams in the NFL. Let's hope it changes after the weekend off and they take on Tennessee next uh, Sunday night, next Sunday. All right, that'll do it for me this time around. Hey, man, life goes on. We're still going to party. We're still going to have fun. 
right? It's Friday. We got Friday night football. We got college football. Sunday, we can do whatever the hell we want, watch football or not. It's always great to be alive, man. Yeah, I want my team to win too, but at the end of the day, it's their freaking problem, not mine. <laughs> I'm just here to hopefully cheer them on to some good stuff, and we'll see what happens. Good luck to your teams this weekend. Should be a good weekend of football, of course. The highlight show, Brady, going back to New England. Tampa taking on the Pats. We'll see what happens with that one. But until next time, stay safe and be cool. We'll see you right here on Catching Up with Tommy Mack Podcast on 1010XL's podcast platform on their Facebook Live. Thank you, Facebook. And streaming live on the relevant app. Check it out on the Apple Store or at Google Play. Open chat messaging platform. Great to communicate with your fan base, with your friends, with your teams, with your business. All at relevant. All right, have a great weekend. We'll see you next time right here on Catching Up with Tommy Mack.